All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break the fishing news up your M check, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down, your M check. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. What's going on right now? Are you just changing mics? Yeah, I don't like the way that that other mic sits on this table. It's not on a mic stand. Yeah. I like this one. It just sits. There's in front nothing of my... wrong with our mic stands, Chalmers. No, no, no. Every, nothing. Every single mic stand is good. The studio looks great. Oh. I just that one's really high, and I can be more comfortable. And if Wanya's not going to be here, I might as well use his mic. I also looked for the old intro. Electronic Jordan's been asking us for old stuff. I don't see it. The only one I see is this, and I don't know what it is. I'm Tyler, your rem truck, here to tell you oh, the I'm fucking disgusting. Bro. You know. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to dig back through like archives and, and chop it out. This is for you, just electronic, Jordan. You get two seconds of it. There you go. We played that for a little bit. That was to troll Shirelli. That's yes. from the Shirelli era. Yep. Yeah. Um, I used a lot of zip ties today on uh, all this stuff. I noticed looks, that. I tried to much move better. this mic, and it is not movable because of the zip tie. But that's good. The, yeah, cord, the cord game is much tighter. Is right? there anything? Everyone, no one's in danger of killing themselves over tripping in a cor- over nope. a cord in this studio now. Remember when Evander Kane almost ate shit in here? Yep. Yeah, we almost you killed imagine. Evander Kane. Yep. Sorry, you almost killed Evander Kane. Yeah. No, that's on me. Is there anything more satisfying than the sound of a nicely zipped zip tie? Oh. It's pretty satisfying. But like, look at don't you remember the bird's nest of cords that was over there last yeah, time? Yeah, I, I know. It looks great. Every day I yep. come here, it's, uh, it's looking better. Today, I walked in and tensions are high. I don't know what's going on here. I can feel it. You can cut it with a knife. You came, you came in with a piece of paper, and I was like, holy shit, Chalmers is prepped. But no. Prepped. Yeah, no, he's just doing no. football stuff. For today, Shocker. on the show, we are going to be doing, at some point, quickly, our, fantasy fo- our nation real-life fantasy football draft order. Back for season three. Back for season three. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Continue. I just had a thought. What? Well, Hold on, I'll finish your chat. Is this the last day... To promote bidding for the golf teams, and we uh, announce winners tomorrow. Yeah, Friday at one is what I told people. In the All emails. right, people. Are you doing a show tomorrow? How are you releasing it? Like you're uh, not doing O and E tomorrow, are you? No, I'm not. Uh, we'll just I'll just email blast everyone who was bidding because I have everyone ah. on a list who has bid or was interested in bidding. For the love of God, people, please make a bid on our team so we can beat Tyler in the fundraising. There's they're beating us right now. And Tyler, I'm telling and Liam, you right now. Better time, our group versus their group. Tyler and Liam sitting at 1,200. Jay and Chalmers sitting at 1,150. You have until 1 p.m. Mountain Time on Friday, August 25th to get your bids in. 
One person asked if I'm taking proxy bids. Being mildly unsure of what that meant, I said, okay. Uh, I think a proxy bid means they'll give you a number and what they're willing to go up to. What they're willing to go up to. Yeah. So I did say yes, just because, you know, with ending it sharply at one, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there you go. Oilers Nation Open is brought to you by Star Mechanical, Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. And you're going to have a great time at the Oilers Nation Open. If I've got can. a uh, definition of proxy bids because I did not know what it is. Okay. A proxy bid, a proxy bidding Urban occurs. Dictionary? Uh, this one is from auctioneers, auctioneeringsoftware.com. All right. Proxy bidding occurs when bidders have the option to set a maximum price they would be willing to pay for an item and then allow the computer system to bid for them by bid increment until someone places a higher bid than their maximum. So it makes sense to me. Yeah. You're setting your max. I think eBay uses the same terminology. I they think. do. Yeah, yeah that you, would make sense. You, you can uh, you can do something like that on eBay. I know that. Thanks to Star Mechanical for joining the tournament mm -hmm. and being our title sponsor to ensure that we're all fed and watered. Where are you guys? Where is the bids at? What's the price at? Twelve hundred for myself and Liam. Eleven fifty for Jan Chalmers. Oh, it I is. I feel very compelled tight. in these couches to sit like this. I feel like I the bids. Change that. I feel like the bids are going to come in last minute. People are waiting. Patiently People, waiting. Patiently well, waiting. I was. I had a DM slide saying, "Don't worry, I got you." Uh, I'm for very, for the bids. I'm very intrigued to know who that's. So going. I want to see if he delivers on what he said. I also received said DM. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm interested. That's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm interested. We got we got people DM sliding over your M check. The only way do we you? like it. I don't know. I do. Yeah. The guy who's uh, currently leading the bid for me has DM'd me pictures of him at the driving range with his partner. Oh. <laughs> saying we're getting that working. So I am going to the driving range tomorrow after work because I haven't swung a club in over a month. So that's not good. I might be playing in a tournament with Gregor on Tuesday. So I also don't want to embarrass myself in that, and I want to make sure I deliver for whoever uh, you know wins the bid for Chalmers mm -hmm. and I. So I want to make sure I'm in uh, tip-top shape. Week away. Week and one day away. Huh? Week and one day. That is going to be a good time out at the Mill Woods Golf Course, the Oilers Nation Open, brought to you by Star Mechanical. We will surely have some, uh, some good stories that come from that. And if you missed out on the Oilers Nation Open, and you're like, damn, I wanted a chance to hang out with everyone at Oilers Nation and a bunch of nation citizens who are diehards, just like, well, you, the person listening to this, Seattle Nation Vacation, coming up November 10th. Are you in? Yeah, this was a question I was, I, I've been asked. Okay. And then I looked because I, I never really knew how to, uh, to, to purchase it. I realize now it's on OilersNation.com <laughs> and under events. The question is, is double occupancy. What does yep. that mean? Two people per room. So it's two thousand dollars for one person. Yeah, one nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Thank you. And that's based on a double occupancy. Yes. Yeah, so you so and a friend you, both going. Yeah. Yes, because somebody said to me, "Oh, a thousand bucks a guy? Not, not. That's not bad at all." And I was like, "That is not correct." That won't even pay for the airfare. That's what I thought. I was like, "This is no." And then he got me thinking, and then I stopped yeah. to yeah. So the airfare on that trip was insane. Yeah. Do and we offer people a discount if they were to put four in a room, or do we just not do that? Well, we try to make it like we try to make it simple, right? In the sense of, you know, what do we do? We're content guys, like to yell on microphones. Yeah, we're not the people that actually organize trips and events, mm -hmm. but we do trips and events, so we make it simple. But if you are wanting to do that and you're four to a room and want to be four to a room, just email DM Tyler. <laughs> Why did you put your hands in e your head when I started my I'm question? Kidding. E well, because I'll tell you in a second. Email dan at the nation network.com. Uh, <laughs> and then, well, he's managing the room stuff, and we can maybe look at what that can do. Um, but it's just, it, we try to make it simple when we go to market. Why did I do that, Chalmers? Because I was like, oh shit, here's another one of those things where Chalmers can't find out how to find something because we didn't put it on Instagram at 6 30 in the morning. No, but so I was like, "Oh my god!" If you are, are you actually going to come? Like, out of uh, what's your uh, out of ten? He's how, like, o for lifetime. He's right? o for I'm lifetime. O for lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm o for lifetime. Although committing twice, I think in the past. Yes, yes. this is the best chance I have when I'm looked at my schedule. This is we're <laughs> well, at because it has football. We're at Chalmers yes. isn't looking. This <laughs> is a hockey trip. This is a football trip. We are at around a seven point five out of ten right now. And usually when I say I'm coming to those things, it's usually like 50-50. Let's wrangle up some I've of the boys. See, but this year, well, that's just it. So that's what a friend of ours has friends in Seattle. Foogie. 
So you're just going to hang out with them. The Hollivans. No, no, no. But they're like, like, they're his lifelong friends from Edmonton. Okay. And he's like, I, I want to go on the nation vacation. Oh, let's go. He, no, they'd come and hang with him. When they came to Edmonton, because his dad was, the friend's dad was put in the Eskimos Hall Wall of Fame or Wall, Wall of sure. Honor. Wall of Honor. And when they came to Edmonton, Mike legit, my, our friend, just called their cell phone after like six years of not talking to him and spent the whole weekend with him. Like it was, yeah, but that, yeah, that's, that's just very on brand for, it's very on brand yeah. for him. So he, yeah, sweet. he said he, when he heard about it and yeah. So anyways, I'm, I'm excited. Yes. The football definitely adds <laughs> a Tom, big, did, did a big we tell plus? you we're going to go to the casino after the Oilers yes. win. No, the, the checks, did all the boxes, that? you guys, you guys just live this life. That's just bachelor or not bachelors. Cause y'all got ladies, but no kids, no skit. I mean, oh yeah, your daughter doesn't play hockey yet, and she doesn't play. She's not in dance yet, or she's yeah. not in it. That stuff, Kate. I'm just going to tell you this right now: five to six times a week for the whole year, we have sports, except for between August 5th and August 25th. That is the only time of the year I'm I'm coming to the end of my three weeks of nothing, and life has slowed down to a crawl. It feels amazing. And it's all about to ramp back up with tryouts. Kids are in hockey camps right now, you know? And so when you have that much stuff going on with your kids and your hockey and all that, it's difficult to be like, I'm out of here these exact days, especially when you coach. But I've said I was going to do it. I've never done it. I feel like I'm missing out on these. I, every time you guys come back, I have huge FOMO. While you're there, when you come back. So I don't want it anymore. I want to be there. So I'm going to do my best. And because of the proximity to Vancouver and the fact that we have a strong contingency of citizens in Vancouver and area, it doesn't have to necessarily be Vancouver, we are going to be launching uh, a couple pack. Uh, I think we got 10 extra spots that don't uh, involve air travel. Tyler, let me ask you a question. Confidence out of 10. That Chalmers is coming on the nation vacation to Seattle. <laughs> it's low. 65%. I'm at a two. Ooh. Two out of 10. Yeah. Out of 10, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Chalmers the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say three out of 10. Huh? He's gotten a really bad reputation for his construction <laughs> projects, but he's been nails so far on those with me, so I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. See, what, when you say that, it makes people think that I have a bad reputation on my construction problems outside of this building. Oh, you're, yeah. No, you like, guys, Christopher K. Chalmers Holmes is Christopher dialed K. In. Chalmers can, is dialed in. But yeah, Nation yeah. Chalmers, not so because, much. Because side project Chalmers. Okay, everything that I do outside of this building starts with a plan. You guys never have one. It's just like, we want to do this. Well, what are we doing? I don't know. Our plan was we'll figure get out. Chalmers to do it. Now yeah. we have a plan. We had, you guys got some, you guys got this beautiful brick facade. Plan number one. Real brick. We, we, we fulfilled we had fulfillment on that one. Mm -hmm. Now, you guys, you said we would like some wood. You told, you showed me exactly what wood facades we're going to put up in the other studio. Yeah. You got the, I went and got them. Mm -hmm. Happening today. Plan. I want to party with you for a weekend. That's my So problem. do I. I would like to party with you guys for a weekend. I really feel like it will bring us a lot closer together. Because every time we go and do like a nation watch party or something, we have a great night. We and Jasper had a great time. It, a great time. And the things that we do afterwards are better because of it. Yeah, it's the same thing as a hockey team. Like I'm in, when my my kids' hockey team isn't even put together yet. I know I'm the coach. I'm trying to get a tournament like middle of October because there is nothing better for a team than to go and have that bonding hockey tournament at the beginning of the year. Everybody in minor hockey week usually waits till the end of the year to do your tournaments. I'm telling you one thing: do it at the beginning of the year. Your team will be stronger. The parents will be stronger, and you'll have a better time. You get to know each other off the bat. Well, and for us, you know, doing these types of ex extracurriculars together also gives us a lot of stuff to talk about on the podcast. That's true. Uh, you know what else gives us something to talk about when the Oilers make news? Um, Evan Bouchard, 2 by 3.9 Ah, I thought you were going to start with Tyler Wright. Sure, Tyler Wright out as director. Tyler Wrong. Yeah, he, the fit was not there. Um, a lot of people were applauding it. I 
I mean, he was only on the job for a few years. So I feel like it's really hard to judge someone's drafting. That's what I wrote. I wrote about that yesterday. I just said it's way too early to say whether what he did one way or the other. And our pal Liam is going to have a piece kind of talking about that and going back. People seem to just be like, oh, thank God the Oilers fired him because he was bad at drafting in Detroit. And I was like, well, was he? I don't know. It's a weird thing. But Tyler writes out the Bouchard thing is more what I'm curious about because <laughs> I think that is a... It's predictable. It's exactly what I expected it to be. You actually, not only did you expect it, you're on camera saying it, 2 by 3.9 Yeah. Um, I also love there's people on Twitter who were like, oh, so-and-so broke it like a month ago. And I was like, well, no. It was like Keandre Miller and Bowen Byram signed for like that exact deal. Like it was pretty clear that it was going to be a three, 2 by 3.9 for Bouchard. Um, but anyways, Jay? <laughs> the rent is too damn high. Yeah. Like I, I would have liked to see him cut the Oilers a bit of a deal. Like I feel this like it's not like like yeah. it, and it's it's peanuts because it's about the next deal. It right? is. It's always and it's about the next deal, and this is like remove Bouchard's side. Doesn't matter whoever's in that position. It given our cap situation, I'd be in the same of same mind. Like three point five would have done saving that four hundred grand now means what at the, the at the traded line like another million million yep. two to spend. What's the cap? A three point five. Yeah. When you, I, I can't help but wonder why you are kind of almost blaming the player for not for taking that extra four hundred. But just listen, when we have such a small variance of four hundred thousand, that's making such a significant difference in our team. That's not his fault. It's it's not his. No, you can't fault the player for signing the contract. The next player that takes a discount to help the team, McLeod did. Yeah, but that was like 80K, not 400. Yeah, so because he different. got railroaded on the last one. Yeah. So still. Not Aaron Rodgers here. Like, he's not giving back 35 million. I mean, he's just at the highlight. Like, at I, the I end know. Of it's, his it's career. Like, I can, you can't fault the player for signing the contract. He's like, a it's, young like, guy. It's, yeah, I, I know. And, and it's, it's. He's hanging out with dudes that make twice to three times as much as him. Would be of course, he's going to want every cent. I mean, if you don't, you're yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 if you if you even have that inclination where you're like, let's just your agent's gonna be like, no fucking way, this is, man. But the thing no. is, is this, this is, is why the, I'm your agent. This is the one time the team has any leverage. The all one the time. leverage, not any, all of the like. And I mean, that, I guess he gets all, an like offer sheet, and so we still that. kind of like just gave what was wanted. Yeah, right. And so like we had like it's just like whatever. Like I'm not Evan Bush started three point nine. Removing the salary cap is completely fine. It's a, it's a, it'll be like a that second year could be a crazy good bargain. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not offended by that. Everyone like thinks I just hate Bush. I just, but, no, I'm, and a, I'm a Bush realist, and I want Bush to succeed. <laughs> and he just needs to be slotted but, right. But you, PPQ, you are... PPQB <laughs> third pairing defenseman. You're hyper emotional about this no. because it's your team, and this is your business is predicated on this team. So you focus on it highly. People that were commenting on this in Twitter that look at it from a distance are saying things like <laughs> Bouchard on the cusp of stardom. There are analytics folk who say that. Yes. Okay. And you can't see that. So I understand yeah, yeah. where you're coming from. I do, but <laughs> there is a narrative out there that this guy's <laughs> really good and a good price right now. Yeah, it's, I, a good, so it's a good price. I just Jay's said, thing has always been the other. Deal. I just said at three point nine, like yeah. removing the salary cap scenario, that's a good deal. Mm. Yep. I'm, I'm, I am on the record. I am on the record saying three point nine million for Evan Bouchard was is a good deal. Sixteen forty eight mark was um. in other in other signing notes. What yeah, are I was we? Say, well, I, I got of, two questions for yeah. you. What do you think of the Austin Matthews? deal and how in the future does that impact the employee? okay so there have been three instances now in nhl history where a player has signed a deal with an aav over 10 million dollars that isn't for at least seven years those three contracts are mitch marner austin matthews and now austin matthews again like how do the mitch and austin are just like okay Bend over, boys. <laughs> Coming so in. Matthews will make, he made, what, 11.5 on his first deal out of his ELC. Yeah. And now on his second deal out of his ELC, he'll make 13 whatever. The average is like right around, I'm not going to do the math, but like around 12.5, 12.25 or something, right? When you look at it, in his first eight years coming out of his ELC, Matthews is going to make about $12.5 million a year. 
which is exactly what McDavid got. So, like, in the grand scheme of things, it was, like, Matthews gave himself control and options and granted the flat cap screwed him. Because if there wasn't a flat cap, he's signing for a hell of a lot more than four, four and by four. And he 13. wanted three years. Like, he was trying to push for three. Yeah. So, his thing is he wants to get his biggest ticket as early as possible, I kind of think. So, taking this four-year deal for Matthews, walking himself to unrestricted free agency at age 29 when the cap could go up, like... 20 mil in the yeah, next four years. Like an eight year, $16 million deal. 17. And 18. he's going to make like the, he'll be the first player to make 200 million in the NHL. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Cause we got to see what Connor signs for, but it sets that precedent. But yep. like I see, so what does it do? So the funny thing is, is like Austin's just like getting his way. Yeah. Like it would getting appear. his way. There is no, like, I guess he moved on one year. Of see, the but I even think that might've been, I saw like, I think Caprios was the one that said it. That to me feels like something the team put out there. Like, hey, like, they, yeah, yeah, they got it because it was like Austin did it again. He <laughs> fucked us again. Like, yeah, he definitely won't. Like, he's going to sign an eight-year ticket in either L.A., Arizona, if they're still around, or like New York for all the money. Yeah, like it's the it's 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 the writing's on the wall. From so the player what, side, though, I find it interesting that he's maximizing his income this way. Well, he's believing in his health. That's betting on yourself. And that goes back to, like, Gregor always says, like, it's better to do short-term deals to make more money. Yep. Um, If, you know, you're an Austin Matthews. If you're a guy that's, like, trying to cash in on a good season, totally get the term, do it, set yourself up, lock in. So when it's time to re-up 29-97... Can they do it at the same? They can't a do it at the of, same time. A lot of well, agents. Well, they, and a could, lot of, but they it, could, but they'd have to Leon walk have to Leon right to I just, the I love for them to sign like matching $14 million deals. You know, like Taves and Kane, hand in hand, walking it to the end, you know? Yeah. So, I'd like next July, just Leon, get Leon done. Then, you know, you would assume that Connor is soon to follow. Does using this contract with Matthews as a comparison help or hurt the Oilers in negotiating? Well, with? it hurt because you, you have to pay Leon Dreisaitl more. Yeah, yeah. so someone asked me for my prediction on Twitter the other day. I'd be interested to see what you guys think, because you, you just said what? Matching $16 million deals? Oh, I said, I said <laughs> matching 14. That's wishful thinking. So I think for Dreisaitl, again, 27-year-old season coming up, 28-year-old season. So you're getting him on an eight-year deal. It'd be 29 through 37. So I think you're expecting a production drop-off when he's 35, 36, 37 in that range. So I my prediction on Dreisaitl was 8 by 14. Yeah, I, I like for yeah, I give them term and fourteen million, and then McDavid. So what's that? One hundred and twelve million. No, yeah, eight sixteen. Yeah, one hundred and twelve million. Nice. My yeah. prediction for McDavid was sixteen by eight. The following summer, I just love to see him do matching deals. So maybe Connor goes like, okay, maybe I do fourteen and a half, but Leon gets fourteen and a half, and I won't do sixteen. I like matching deals, dynamic duo. It would be nice, but I don't know. Hand in hand. Don't you think McDavid, there's like a little, little, little bit of McDavid that's like, I want to be the guy that Yeah, gets I want to make, yeah, no, I know. Well, then he I feel like Matthews, like $3 million Rexall personal well, service Well, I want to see, like, going back to the Leafs is like, okay, if that's what Bye, Matthew Mitch. signs for, like, where's Mitch at next year? Bye, Mitchie. They got to they gotta trade Mitch. Same with Nylander, too. Like, he's at 6'9 right now. Nice. Um, he's going to get a lift. <laughs> so one of them has to go. Why did the quote... From Connor come out about how much he likes Edmonton. There was an interview. Well, the, it's so the what was the I question? Didn't like within that, that kind of there was a smaller quote within the uh, quote. I know it was kind of concerning. Yeah, I didn't like that. So basically, Mark Spector got a one-on-one with McDavid, mm-hmm. went in depth on a whole bunch of things. It's a really good piece. People should go check it out. Um, but yeah, the thing that concerned people was that one little thing. Like we'll see. Days. You know, right now it's I. Good. <laughs> you know, I'm on 124th Street a fair amount. Why? And I see that building where yeah. Kyle and Co's got it sign up. That's roots being planted. I just, I get why people looked at the one little chunk and but were then, like, "Oh, why say it?" It's like it's because it's a, it's. A, but I also don't know a, what what Specked asked him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Everything around that yeah. comment, totally cool. It's three years down the road. We've got to kind of see where our lives are at and kind of go from there. But I love playing in Edmonton. I'm 100% committed to winning in Edmonton with this group, and we're going to see it through. Yeah, when that, does doesn't the, wor- that doesn't worry me. When does the sign Leon and I stay. So Captain's Camp's coming up September 5th. Captain's Skate. Captain's yeah, Skate. Yeah, yeah. When does the hype train start? For next season? Yeah, when do we start that? Like the two months ago? Game 82. 
Gaming. I mean, like, no, no, no. I mean, like the regular Last season. Last season, mean shit. we were all highly, highly anticipating an exciting season, which we got. It lived up to it, in my opinion. But I remember being even more excited than the year before, which was kind of the height of my excitement levels for the past 10 years. Yeah. And it ramped up last year. And I'm wondering what it's going to feel like this year. Well, regular season is going to feel kind of less important because uh, now, you know, we're of the mind that just like, let's just get to the playoffs. Like we're at that state, right, in terms of where the team's at. But still, like I'm still a nervous wreck because I've got the trauma of the decade of darkness in me that like I care about the regular season because I just want to make sure we punch our ticket. Once we punch your ticket, stay healthy, stay healthy. For me, what about show management oh going my in there? God. For me, the excitement is... Let's, let's, not change topics. let's not change topics. I uh, know. It's just heartbreaking, though. For me, the For baseball. season hype goes, it's the Thin Lizzy rule. When the boys come back in town, then that's when the juices start flowing. You no, know? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just maybe a bit more of a downer because I'm just like... We know we're going to have an excellent regular season. Yes. It's going to be electric. McDavid's going to do crazy things. Knock on wood, man. You can't be oh so like... God. You guys fucking yell at me when I say they're out of the playoffs in November. <laughs> it's true. And then I'm sitting here and just thinking that. And then I sit here and say it's going to be a catwalk regular season. It's like, oh, don't say that. Like, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? And knock on the wood, he said. Yeah, no, I said knock, knock on, on the wood, damn man. wood. What, are you not superstitious at all? Not really. You don't have any personal superstitions. No. Have you heard of this one about putting your hat on the bed? Somebody told me that like the other day. I put my hat on my bed and they walked up. What are you doing with your hat on the bed? Like don't put a hat on the don't bed? Don't put your hat I literally have on my, my hat on my bed this morning. Apparently it's super bad luck, man. Don't Why? bring a banana on a boat. I don't know. We talk, yeah, like. I, I'm just, I just think honestly, like, and especially with this team, like if they go. I won't walk underneath the ladder. No way. That's more of a safety thing, I feel like. No, I walk, no, on, no, I walk no. under them all the time. Okay. Um, I just think like if they go. And put up 120 points in the regular season as a team. And McDavid does 160 points and drives all scores 55 goals. I'll be like, holy shit, that was amazing. But like, kid, playoffs, playoffs matter more. Try Seidel scoring 60 this year. Because McDavid got his because he had to do the bounce back. And now it's Dry Settle's turn. Maybe. That's my tinfoil hat theory. I could see it. I could see someone who else. That might have been an ONR thing where it was like, I think Kennedy said it on ONR. Whereas, like, last year, like, it was all about getting McDavid there, kind of like you said. And, like, this year, McDavid's going to be like, all right. Yeah. Like, you did I, me the solid last year. I owe you know. Yeah. Like, McDavid, 50. Leon. Leon, maybe 70. No, I think that's a bit much. Oh, so we just can't say things positive about the others, and can we? You're right. Do You're you right. not remember that shot that went in a hole the size of a puck? Yep. That's all he needs. It was against he Nashville. scores a lot of goals this year. Yeah. That's all he needs. I think my, my favorite Leon goal last year was still when he put the net back on against Winnipeg oh, yeah. and then just fucking. Oh, sorry, it was against Winnipeg, not uh, Nashville. Oh, yeah. Well, so, so oh, is that the one we're that's all talking, the one I'm talking about? about? Oh, we're all talking about the same goal. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were different for some reason. No, there was is, just so many parts to it that yeah. everybody likes a different part. Mine is the bank shot in Vegas when they were doing to make the comeback in that game. Yeah, that's the end of the period. You guys have period. good sports memories. I was thinking about this after we did the puck doku, and I was thinking about why I have such a poor sports memory. And it's, I'm not sure if it's because when I'm absorbing the thing that I'm watching. Because it's not like what you're absorbing while you're watching? Yeah, like just like, no, oh, no, I not you, always. I you were getting it like, I'm always drinking. No, 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 no. So like no just how I watch sports. I was thinking about that. Like, I don't, they, they say that the greatest athletes can, guys like Joe Montana and stuff can tell you about a play 20 years ago. You can just say to them, 10 minutes left in this game, what happened? And they'll tell you the play. They'll tell you the call. They remember everything. Yeah, but it, to be fair, if I asked you about like the third house you ever did when your company was on its own, you could probably give me a pretty detailed report of what went I on I could there. probably, yeah, in that mm -hmm. sense I could. But I also play around a round of golf, even if I'm stone cold sober, and somebody will be like, oh man, that shot on four. And I'll be like, oh, what happened on four? You know, I just don't. I remember a lot of nation stuff. Yeah, if if you ask me about like old school nation stuff, I'll remember a lot of that. Yeah, it's because you live it. Like it's your yeah. So it's, I guess it's, it's kind of the like Tyler's point. You kind of live through it. Like if it's your core focus, you're gonna have a really strong memory of it. But if it's like a hobby, then maybe not as much. But I bet you probably remember football more than hockey. I, I you know what? I might remember football a little more than hockey. 
just like the moments um, of what was happening, like moments like in the quarterback documentary that we they were talking to Patrick Mahomes about certain things. He's like, "Oh yeah, this happened and that happened." It's crazy their recall for it and what happened. Like I remember vividly laying in our friend's basement watching the Dolphins Bills game, which was the greatest football comeback of all time. They were down like thirty six nothing at or thirty three nothing or something at halftime, and they came back in the second half. We were young. We were like 16 years old. This is like 1996. And I still remember laying there and, and being like, we are watching history. And fuck, I remember on the couch I was on. And I don't know. It's weird like that. But yet you ask me about a hockey game two years ago. I can't tell you a thing. You said yeah. that bank pass in Vegas. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, the, probably, I don't know. Like a month ago, I was just doing a random thought to the Oilers Nation. So I was like, Somebody on YouTube did a compilation of every goal that the Oilers scored last year. Whoa. So I just, I started watching it and video. skipping through. It was fun. There was 300 plus goals. It was great. I couldn't have remembered 10% of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. That actually ties in because you said long video. We were talking on uh, another show the other, on Owen Every Day the other day. And the Oilers last year had 3.96 goals for per game. This century... That's the second best in this century. In the century? Since well, the year 2000. 2000. In the year 2000. <laughs> Isn't that like... <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No, I don't. Oh, that was such a good bit. It was a good bit. Um, like what? the only team that what was... was number one? The Florida Panthers in 2021-22. They had 4.11. They're the only team in the last 22 seasons or whatever. That's a trivia question. You could tell at a bar trivia night, but not many are going to get that. It really doesn't feel like the Oilers had like a borderline historic offense last year. It's because they were letting in so much But when you think of like high scoring teams over certain years, you do not think Florida Panthers. You think like Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. You think like Chicago Blackhawks. We knew the Oilers scored a lot of goals last year. I know, but we like the second best in the last 22 years. And I feel like we didn't talk about that enough. As like, what like was there? How many good. did they give up last year? 3.12, I think. That's probably it takes a little bit of a souse off it. <laughs> that, is, that sounds high. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not great. It was, yeah, 17th in the league. So, imagine average. we were like two and a half. Goals. Yeah, like, like, we, we would probably be fucking 82 and, and 12. Yeah. <laughs> The Boston Bruins were 2.12 less. Yeah, could you imagine if the Oilers had 2.1 against goals against while scoring four? Oh, my God. We'd be rich from betting puck. Oh, the old 4-2 goal predictions would be minus 500. You you told us what goals for is the Florida Panthers and the number. Do you know what goals against is for the, I guess, since 2000 if we're playing that game? Yeah, it was the San Jose Sharks. Um, Who's the goaltender at this time? Nabokov, probably, I'm going to guess. Goals against... Oh, wait. No, sorry. It wasn't that. No, it had to be that Sharks team. No, it wasn't. Uh, since the year 2000, it was actually last year's Anaheim Ducks, 4.09. Only two teams in the last... No, the... the sorry, the least goals given Oh, up. the best goals against yeah, in a single goals, season. Yeah, the goals against single season since the year 2000. 2011-12 Blues only gave up 1.89 goals per game, and they only scored 2.51. Oh, oh wow. wow. Those oh, are some boring games. Who's Which goal? year, Sorry. 11-12. Yeah, so, who's at that time? I've 11, got it. 11-12. Uh, Let's see how good you guys are. I've got it. That's good for Puck, too. The 2011-12 St. Louis Blues goalie. <laughs> Was I it Yaro Halak? I'm out. <laughs> uh, it could have been because they... Oh. Or was he in Washington longer? Who, who is Survey it? says? Yep. He played 46 games... Yara Halak. Oh, nice. The backup played 38, and it was Brian Elliott. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me Marty Broder. When was his weird season in St. Louis? Yeah, that was weird. That's a good Puck Doku answer if you ever need Speaking it. Speaking of good Puck Doku answers, um, I was writing about Alex Chase on getting another PTO in Boston. That'll be his eighth team. Yeah, he'll be good. It's another one to keep in your pocket. So he's what? Dallas, Ottawa, Edmonton, Van, Wash, Calgary. Calgary. And now and potentially Boston. You said Detroit? No, I didn't say Detroit. Oh, he had Detroit in there. Yeah, too, Detroit right? last year. Oh, wow. He was just there last year. <clears throat> Jeez. He's been around. A lot of PTOs, too. I like the way he just cashes them in, though. Yeah. Turn Playing, his PTO here into four point some million bucks. 
Hell yeah. He had like a 20 goal year on his PTO. That was crazy. Once yeah. again, you put him on the PK or power play with Connor and he gets points. That's why I think that him. Connor should be getting a commission on some of these contracts. I, I think he, I think he's doing just fine. He's, he's know, doing but, fine, but I'd like him to do better. Reverse Robin Hood. He starts mm. going up to Patrick Maroon and like <laughs> suing him for a quarter of his career earnings. Yeah, I like you that. Don't, you don't deserve that. What would a good percentage of everybody's goal be? You know what? Just change the rules for Connor so that he can get a percentage of concessions or something. I'll be happy with that. Like Messi. Messi like gets we a need anything to make concessions go up higher. That is true. I think players do get a piece of their jersey sales. It is hockey-related revenue, I think, yeah. But the player directly, don't they? No, it goes to the NHLPA. I used to think that, too. Someone pointed it out to me. I forget who. Um, But I was surprised when I heard it, too. I was like, really? I thought, like, Connor would directly benefit from his jersey being Well, the PA is sitting on a lot of money. That we know. They got a war chest. Really? Yeah. They should have used it to pay back their debt faster. So we could have gotten a higher cap. So we could have gotten long-term with That was being discussed as, like, a potential solution, I thought Frank was mentioning. But anyways... Um, okay, before we keep going along, got to give some love to Wilhawk Beef Jerky, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. You already know where the three spots are, Leduc, Spruce Grove, and inside West Edmonton Mall. I won't tell you the entrance number. I'll just tell you that it's right by the ice rink because apparently that's the language. All these non-Mollies speak. That's what I need to know. Just tell me what's around. All right, uh, we're going to step aside for a quick break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. That St. Louis Blues team in 2011-2012 had three former Oilers on it. Any guesses? Doug Waite? Nope. No. David Perron? Yep, there's one. Oh, uh, PRV? PRV was in the Perron deal. Uh, yeah, he oh. was... Uh, uh, it was uh, Chris Russell and Taylor, Taylor Chorney are the other two. Oh, I would not have gotten Taylor Chorney. No, I would not have gotten Chris Russell. Chris Russell is a good puck doku. Answer. Yeah, he's been around too. St. Louis, Calgary, Dallas, Columbus, Washington. No, he's uh, so Columbus is where he started out. St. Louis, Calgary, Dallas, Edmonton. Washington. Remember last year when we were just like, man, why is Chris Russell? We were like watching whatever Philip Broberg struggle. Like, why isn't Chris Russell here? Why don't we have that guy? It is interesting. He I didn't sign anywhere last year. He didn't play at all last year. It's funny. He had that four by four deal and he was just the most hated player by some people because of that contract. And then he signed like that $1.25 million extension. I was like, damn, it's actually pretty good. I like him. PK machine. PK Remember when machine. they gave him those uh, silver shin pads? Love that was that. hilarious. I feel like, it's funny to look back on that now, but like 10 years from now, we'll be doing a podcast and we'll like laugh hard. Like remember when they gave Chris Russell silver shin pads? For I love it. Shot, right? That's great. It's fantastic. That's uh, a fantastic prize. Sounds fantastic. Present. Yeah, put those Silver in shinnies. Well, and if the price of silver goes up, geez, that's a, just a... I, j- this popped into my head too. I'm really in the mood <laughs> to talk hockey today for whatever reason. Um, but someone pointed out the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think it is, have a bunch of players who are like the best in the league at takeaways. And it's like unreal. And then someone broke it up into home and road splits. 
And those players are like all top 10 in home ice takeaways. And on the road, they just like plummet to like 80th in the league. And they were talking about how, remember those Islanders teams 10 years ago that would just always lead the league in hits? The hits leaderboard was like Martin, Clutterbuck, Sezikis. And then they broke it up home and road. And home, they were like 1, 2, 3. And road, they were like 95th, 98th. Home ice advantage, man. Yeah. It's interesting. And I was just thinking about Chris Russell and the block shots. And I was like, I wonder if you broke that up for him. If he like... But I don't think so. I think he I think actually he wore that rubber. It doesn't matter the city he was in. Yeah. Yeah, like I just... Uh, he loved blocking shots so much, I thought he had a kink for it. Well, yeah, but he also knew there was money in it. Hell yeah. Four right. by four? Fucking right. Really shows your teammates what you're willing to do. Amen. If you're constantly getting in front of... Who's the second best puck blocker? Puck, puck I think block and defenseman we've ever had. I think again. I trying to think. I think someone has surpassed him. No, that the Oilers have had. Who's who's also been known for that? The well, in the Mac T era, like coaching, like like oh six Oilers were blocking everything. Uh, you are right. Mark Giordano passed Chris Russell. Ah, oh, did he? Yep. I feel like Stevie Steos would have blocked a lot of shots. Yeah, probably. Yeah. The top five, in case you're interested. Mark Giordano, number one. Chris Russell, number two. Mark Edward Vlasic, number three. Duncan Keith, number four. Andy Green, number five. The top five for players who just played for the Oilers. Yeah. Darnell Nurse, number one. Franchise leader. Chris Russell, number two. Laddie Schmid, number three. <laughs> and uh, Oscar Clefbaum, four. That's surprising. Steve Stales is five. Chalmers, so you know that. Nah, there look at go. me. There we go. Um, Laddie, good for him. We should bring back the random Oilers goal bit we did for a couple weeks there. We should. That'll, that'll be a I nice way to get doing back that. into the ho- hockey season. Wait a minute. We started a bit and didn't see it through? We I know what we did that for like a solid three weeks. We I could think. do it for any sport. We could do it for football too. It'd be electric. Uh-huh. Well, you would. And are we going to do it? No, I don't think I would. You would smoke all of us. Uh-huh. Well, I smoked all of you guys in hockey. True. <laughs> well, we learned True. that because I'm a uh, private you're, eye. You're researching. watching you. But hey, that's part of the game, man. It's part of the game. The game within the game. The game within the game. We had to create rules for Chalmers to try to <laughs> slow him down. Anybody, hey, I changed the game. I changed the game so much you had to create the rule. And, the then, you still, and then you still beat him. Sometimes you, you can't. You can't tiger-proof. You can say you tiger-proofed a golf course, but it ain't tiger-proofed. You can slow me down, but you can't hope to contain me. There you go. That's why bid on us for the Oilers Nation Open next Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this golf tournament. I haven't played in a golf tournament all season because I've just like get invited to a couple, but they just don't work out. And then this one is always a good time. Full day. Love the early tee off time. Gives long day, long night, good time. But like, it's just, I really hope the weather cooperates because I've been looking forward to this for a while, especially after playing the course and knowing that like, that's a course that a scramble team could go low on. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little And bit we're nervous. playing the blues. I, hey? I expect the, uh, the, 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 the juicers, the cheaters to, uh, to go low. Do well. Uh, right now, we are looking sunny and 22 degrees. If you cheat in a scramble, shame on you. Shame I on know, you right? Hell. Total loser move. It's a, such a loser move. If you like, don't you sink that for? mulligan, and here, let's remember this. So, JR and I last year, we got into a debate, and he won because I thought that the best. Use of mulligans was on putts. Oh, you're going to give away this. This is a. This is a. No, it's not an interesting. Thing. It's I, a good point of conversation. It is. I know, but so it's, a, it's a. It's a. It's most a people think that secret. if all four people putt the ball and they all miss, well, give another player another shot. Okay. The chances of them sinking that putt is low, but if you're a hundred yards away and you hit four shots that are not good. The upside of hitting another one at the chances of it being good is much greater it than the upside because it unlocks now four new putts. Yeah, like if four, all four of you are off the green, the best spot to use a mulligan is Or if is you're on the 40 chip. feet away and yeah. you think you can put it 10 feet or 15 feet away or whatever, it's yeah. just it unlocks four new like, putts. Like, like on like a 50-yard chip, let's say. You're chipping, you're trying to get on a par four and two, you're 50 yards away because somebody bombed one. It Millwoods has the potential for that. Yeah. And Chalmers will vomit. Four people chunk them, and you are got a 30-foot putt. Do one more chip. Try to get it within 10 feet. Or even use and two mullies. Four the thing with, or use two. The thing with mullies on pots is like, you, burn, you don't just burn one. No. You're and normally like, ah, and we can make this, and then you burn another. And, and like, like, that's where you're just like, 
unless you literally putt the ball, miss the putt, and somebody sets a ball down before you even take a step, and you can reset, and you can do the exact same thing but follow the proper line, that's as good of a chance as you're going to give yourself. But if you step back, and now you've got to reline this putt up, reset yourself. There's a reason man, you missed it the first time. Yeah. 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 So that's... That's just some of the strategies that JR will employ. Well, that was, I, thought that, I thought that was a team secret, but okay, we've now shared no, it. No, hey, listen. We're open source. We're open source. Yep. All right. We're here for the people. We, I'm want, just, we want a level level playing field. The thing is, though, we, pre- we preach it, but it's tough to practice. You know what I mean? It takes yeah, discipline. Yeah. It you, does you take say, discipline. You say, I can do it, but then you get on the green, you're like, oh, and you just but start burning mullies again. You're like, it's also why you got to buy like the super package right when you get there. You got to buy a super ticket. It, the super ticket because it gives you the most amount of mulligans you can get. Mm-hmm. It's the best value for the dollar. Well, and the prize. The prize is it has just a whole bunch of yeah. stuff in it, but it, it's, it provides you with the best upside of playing well. And that's, you know what? I want to win this thing. Is there a trophy? There is one, but it's the team that won it a few years back. I think with the it's MIA. Okay, we got to find it. We got to get it. If you know where the trophy is, DM one of us because we want that trophy back. Oh, we'll get a new one. I kind of want to get like a hilariously oversized. one. Are you going to retroactively put the teams that have won on the trophy then? Oh, fuck them. Let's see. Actually, I don't even think the names went on the other trophy. It was just like a little clear, like a. No, that no, they didn't go in there. So when we are at the nation tournament. We see a lot of people we know. We see a lot of people we don't know. And something that happened on video the other day that I saw live has made me think about what my strategy for dapping, handshaking, people that I see is going to be. Because this is the section of the podcast where we're going to play Google This. Take a minute. Google Josh. New segment. Google This. New segment. Watch the video of the Josh Harris handshake. Josh Harris is the new owner of the Washington Commanders. Sorry, Quavo. That's okay. <laughs> We're listening to that. Don't Google Quavo. Google Josh Harris handshake. So he's up in the Josh booth Harris with, handshake. with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. And you can tell, you know, he's a little awkward. Um, and Joe Buck is just talking and talking with his hands as a commentator does. He puts his hands out in a way to talk. Josh Harris thinks he's going in for the handshake. Mm-hmm. But and, to be fair, like he did kind of hold it there. Dude, Joe like Buck is completely to, like... to blame. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Buck is so to blame because he puts his hand out as if it's a shake. <laughs> <laughs> they do like a little finger yeah. thingy. <laughs> so Josh Harris goes to, and this is a dirty move. If you're ever somebody that sticks out your hand and you want to like, like. Also like, that is not the time to shake hands mid-interview. But like, <laughs> he just looked forward and went for it. He's like, yeah, Joe likes me. <laughs> It is so, so awkward. But, but Joe the pro doesn't even skip a beat. No, but look at Troy. Okay, so Troy couple, okay, let's break this down. <laughs> let's break this down. When, Joe, when, when Josh Harris goes to shake Joe Buck's outreached hand, Joe Buck does the thing, which is a real dick move, and that is he pulls it back just enough that you just grab the tips of the because finger. Because he wasn't expecting it. Look well, at where exactly. Joe's eyes are. Watch Joe's eyes on this clip, Charles. He's not even. <laughs> he no, but he, he saw. He's like, oh shit, he's going for it. He, he was trying to like, oh, abort. And then, okay, so after the handshake, Josh Harris understands what he did. Super awkward. Oh, hands yeah. on the hips. Troy, Troy smirking. Hands on and Troy Aikman oh, yeah. is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bro, like shit. He's trying his ass off. Well, I don't understand laugh. why he thought that was the time to go in for a well, handshake. Well, like, so there's two. There, you got to play both sides here. Oh, Joe Buck does kind of leave his hand shot. there, but like he should be a but like socially aware like, to know that so that's ha- not a time to shake hands. One, two, almost three full seconds. Yeah. The hand is out. Yeah, like it's frozen. <laughs> he's like, but like you can tell he's still talking. But like he didn't say it's, put her there. No, but, and but then it, he came in like the crane, like the yeah. lobster crane. So next piece is watch it with the sound on and listen to Joe fight to keep his composure and keep his train of thought because you know that oh, well, him. well he oh yeah but well but he's a pro and yeah. he stays in it but you can tell there's the there's longer pauses than there should be because he's, he's in his mind going what the fuck just happened and then thank god he didn't look at troy because he would have just started busting it. they would have both broke and it would have been joe's a pro joe you shouldn't have put your hand that far out in front of Josh Harris, but man, you're a pro with what happened and how you dealt with it. 
That's so funny. Okay, um, a couple other things. Chalmers, you tried to bring this up earlier. Shohei Otani will continue to hit while he decides the next steps for his UCL injury. He's got a tear. Yikes. That's good because, man, when That's I saw I that news, I thought I was hoping that I was getting hoodwinked. I was hoping that it was Brutal. fake because, yeah, even though the Angels aren't most likely going to make a playoff spot, like this guy, if you have at all watched the Little League World Series, if there's a question of who is your favorite baseball player or who is your favorite superhero, Shohei Ohtani is the answer. They're putting him down for superhero? Nine times superhero. The, the Japanese team... Oh yeah, had well, every single one, but even the Asian Pacific team, yeah, which is Chinese Taipei, they were Shohei. Every single answer, Shohei Otani, Shohei. Otani. Like this guy is exceeding baseball because he's in not going to pitch for the rest of the season, United right? States. Yeah. It's global, and it's yeah, it's a shame. If Did he goes you down. see the clip from the Little League World Series where kid hits a big home run late in the game, runs around the bases, jumps on home plate, and the catcher starts freaking out that he didn't touch home plate, he didn't touch home plate. So they go in and the coach has got to come out and he like talks to his pitcher and his catcher. He's like, everybody calm down, calm down. Here's what you're going to do. Take a deep breath. You're going to tell the umpire you're appealing a home plate. You're going to throw the ball, catch and catch it. So they do it. And the ump calls him out at home. And it's like, holy shit. But he hit it out of the park. You still got to touch home plate. You have to touch all the bases, right? So, okay. Otherwise you're out. So the ump overturns it, calls him out so the run doesn't count. They go to video review. He very clearly touched home plate. Oh, my God. So they overturn it again, and the home run stands. Kid gets back on the mound, steps off, and they appeal that he didn't touch second base. (laughs) And the second base on fire, you can tell, is like, no, he did. That's when, you know what? Wow. You're taken away from the game. But it is common protocol that if a player, like a player scores, and if... We don't think as a team, the players on the field, if the, the, the common protocol is you make the play and then you call time yeah. and you ask for a ruling. Yeah. And the problem with like what we have is we don't have cameras or anything there. Mm-hmm. The umps usually like, what? I, I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking at that. So then he has to converse with like the second place ump. Yeah. It, but that is the common protocol to how to get that. Yeah. You don't just say he didn't touch home plate because yeah, yeah. then he could run out of the dugout, go touch home plate. You make yeah. the play and then you ask for the ruling. I remember I was pitching once in my last year. I gave up a bomb, and I was kind of like on the mound, had the bomb in my hands, and a dad in the crowd. I was like, Tyre, throw it to third. He didn't touch third. I'm like, how the hell did you? I'm called him out. Really? Save me a run. It's kind, yeah. of, a, it's kind of a little bit of like a Weasley it's, move, but it, it, it counts. It, it's not. Nah, it's cool to watch these kids play baseball at such a high level. I know Jay has a heart out, so I'm trying to wrap this up. But well, I, I want to go back to the uh, handshaking. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we go... Yeah. For a while, because I, I want... This is... <laughs> this is now a different handshaking scenario, but just the the grab is a very familiar. It, it it hits home uh, because <laughs> not because of something I did, something I kept experiencing. So our boy Nupsy Brown, yep, our favorite Australian, or one of our favorite Australians, because we have lots of Australians. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my personal favorite, uh, I was at his wedding, and he married a lovely woman named Ursula, and. Uh, I got to be, because I flew all the way over to Canada, I got to be kind of part of all the family. It was kind of extended family. And so, Urse has this stepbrother and whatever. Like, all great guys, but you go you go to shake his hand. And so, shake my hand. Oh, yeah, it's hard to even Ooh, He does like hand. the princess he kiss does, my hand type he does, of thing. He does the lobster claw. I don't like that. And I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, okay, that's you my fault. That's to- on me. I mean, the first time, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck was this? This is on me. So then I go try to create a circumstance because I don't want to say anything yet because I'm like, this is on me. I go for a second handshake later on. Sure as shit, lobster claw. Did you talk to him about it that? So then I was like... What is that? I'm like, so this is his thing. What so then doing? I go like, I go to Josh and like, like, this guy shakes hands where he's like, oh my fucking God. He's like, and all of his buddies just start laughing. He's like, yeah, man, we call him the lobster. I'm like, okay, I'm fucking determined to like get a good handshake from him. So because he come in like this from the top down. You went like this I up under? So I come shake his hand up like this. Yeah, like, yeah, and I get him. And so that was the game for the whole wedding is me, Noopsy, and his buddies trying to get a firm handshake. And then if we did get one, we'd like run to each other and celebrate it. We defeated the lobster. I so get that was th- a very lobster handshake. I always get thrown off by the people that do the elbow grab. Oh, the elbow grab oh, is like a real alpha and power and move. Yeah, they they shake and then they grab you by the elbow. See, let's not do any of that. I always think that a nice like handshake. If you go in with a flat hand, 
Sometimes you just want like the little top, the little five yeah. tap, right? That's an easy one. But some people will grab it, not knowing that you're coming in for just a little hat. If your hand's cupped, if the thumb is out, hand cupped, that's a handshake. If it's just flat, they just want a little dab, just a little tap, and be done with it. But we need to work on our handshakes it's not like collectively. I, like that's, I don't think, is that in our culture? Like we shake hands, like we do that? If like, you did that to me, I would think to shake your hand. Yeah. What do you think about but the like over it, the top you, handshake? You go like, like the arm wrestle oh, handshake. Oh, I don't like that. It throws me off. Yeah, it's tough. I like, uh, like in Mexico, I like when you see um, people from Mexico, they always do the slap, boom. Oh, yeah. I like that. And so they come in like Simple. that. And that, that and, but, but it took me a couple times to learn that because I'd go and try to shake their hand. Yeah. But they make it very noticeable because so the they hold their guy. hand way out so that you know that they're not shaking yeah. your hand because why would I reach way over there to shake your hand? Yeah, we should wrap this up with uh, the Nation Real Life dra- NFL Fantasy Draft Lottery. Um, lottery is brought to you by Oodle Noodle and the Hot Hot Box. Um, oh, you want my hat? Yeah, okay. I'm going to do it. I'm not time. touching. Yeah. If anybody can remember, Wait, if you can remember off. last year, there were shenanigans. So we're going to start at the top and then work our way down. I don't want to draft first. Down? I got it. Um, can you write down 12 to 1? Wait, I was talking about Oodle Noodle. Are they going to have a booth at the golf tournament? Oh, we'd be doling out spring rolls. Hell yeah. Oh, That's God, yes. Okay. Maybe some beers. This pick number 12. In the 12th spot, Yeremchuk. Love it. Uh, the, it's always good in a snake draft to be the one or the 12, two picks in a row. Oh, it's I'm a beautiful thing. Write, 11th, Electronic Jordan. Congratulations. Don't snake me. Number 10, Bearded Brad. Enjoy. Congratulations. Number 9, Captain Felton. Good man. Number eight. Jared. Congrats. Number seven. <laughs> Salutations. JR and the Double Dutch. Number six. John. I think you, uh, did you miscount? No, we're nope. still good? Yeah, yeah we're good. Oh, weird, Chalmers is still in it. Number six. Nation Rick. The Pint Rick. That was, he's, there's only three more names in here. I think we're only a 10-man league. No. I'm at, I've got four left, so I'm doing the count. I'm writing them down over here as well. I think we oh, thank fucking you. butchered this. Chalmers. All right, two left in that. Oh. So I would have pick three now. Is yeah, I am that same. Travis. So with pick two in the draft. And Sabrowski, which means the number one pick is, I didn't miss anybody. Bag milk. I'm not in it. He's not, He's in, not it. in it. He All right, did. I'm out. Okay, so he, it is a 11 man. No, it's 12 man league. Have room for so whoever, I'll, I'm going to it right now. Shady, see, <laughs> that's a shady draft. No, you didn't put bag milk in the hat. Bag milk's not in the league. Oh, I thought he was. Uh, no. We got Jordan, Chris. Oh, Merks. Merks. Well, our Merks boy Merks first gets the first pick. pick overall. Because, yep, I like it. Yeah. He's been granted first overall. Enjoy, Mercs. All right. I will have the draft order in the article that goes up at OilersNation.com just in case this clusterfuck of a draft does not make sense to you. There you go. And we'll, uh, you'll get everyone in a chat and you'll pick a draft day? Yeah. So the draft day is going to be, as we discussed on Twitter, that it's going to be September. Oh, my God. See, now i got to go to it. I should be prepared with this stuff. Uh, the 5th, September 5th at 8 p.m., so if you're listening to this, get on the X group chat. Let me know that you can make it. Everybody so far has said they were in. So unfortunately, all the people that reached out to me to get into the league, um, you know, a 12-team league is a lot. We couldn't add two more teams, uh, but everybody was back for another year. So, hey, let's go get it. September 5th, 8 p.m., Nation Real Life Fantasy Draft. All right, there you go. That will be a good one. Uh, new episode of ONR dropping tomorrow. New Real Life Monday. Plenty of content coming. Uh, shout out to Oodle Noodle, Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Remember, Nation Vacation going to Seattle. You want to get in before it sells out. NationGear.ca. Also at Nation Gear right now, it is our big summer sale. If you head there, you can get up to 50% off on your merch, 25% off on your hats. Neon Leon tea, only $17.50. Play La Bomba tea, $17.50. Oilers Nation flannel, 55 bucks. Oilers Nation hoodies, $59. Pretty good deals going around. The hats are marked down to $33 as well. So lots going on. NationGear.ca, gear up for the new season. Talk to everybody again Monday. One last thing, Tyler. Did you press stop?
Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. We need more YouTube subs. Uh, if we get to 20K before the start of next season, I will wear and document myself wearing a Donair costume for an entire day. From the second I wake up until the second I go to bed, no matter mm. what I do on that day, I will wear a Donair costume. Go subscribe, people. I'd like to watch that. It'd be nice to get to 20K. Tell your friends. Make other YouTube accounts. Do anything possible. Get us to 20K. Okay, that's all. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.